Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. Kimmy, we like to ask our guest, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? One of my last Googles was uh, uh, chicken hypnotizing. You guys know about this? No. You can you know about yeah. this. Jack knows about this. You can hypnotize a chicken. I truly don't know what this is for, but you just lay the chicken close to the ground, and then you draw a line. Uh, it doesn't even have to be a real line. You draw a line with your fingers in front yeah. of the chicken's face, and then you just like is in a trance. Yeah. When you draw there. a line in front you of draw its face. Yeah, you just use your fingers. from his face. Yeah. Outward. Like just rub a chicken's face? No, no you no. start just at move his your face. Hands. And you move his, yeah, you move you just, your hands oh, in front. Oh, by merely just visually yes. moving, your, moving your, hand your hand away. Up, and uh-huh. you can hypnotize a fucking chicken? Yeah, and then it'll just sit there, not move, just in a trance. Yeah. It's crazy. Okay, how, how did you f- okay, uh, come into contact I was with watching this? this show called Dream Vet uh, <laughs> because I ha- I am one of the few people that has CBS All Access. I, oh, hell yeah. Yep, yep, that yep. person that works on a Brag. bunch of sick Corvettes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weird oh, flex. Weird Corvettes it's and my, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like um, a veterinarian? No, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm thinking yeah, like yeah. a vet. No, dude, like no, no, a no, sick no. ass vet. Um, thank you for Miles noticing my always, flex. <laughs> Miles is always thinking about muscle cars. That's sure. Just, yeah. yeah. Dude, the Stingray. Every time sick we talk about car. Iraq, uh, <laughs> the he's he thinks it's about the car. The <laughs> what? An Iraq? Yeah, the Iraq Z. Dude, it's all about the Z, dude. <laughs> Z boys in the building. Sure. Okay, I'm sorry. So you're watching no, Dream Vet? No, yeah. So I'm watching is Dream Vet. Do they analyze? Animals' dreams? No, I wish. Uh, That'd be fuck. a way cooler We're show. all constantly derailing. <laughs> hey, listen, it's just a vet show. It? Okay. It's a vet show. Right, okay, right, some right. guy had his chicken in there because the his pet is a chicken, and uh-huh. he was worried because the chicken had a lump, and then uh, uh-huh. they were like, oh, we'll take some x-rays, and then the guy who owns the chicken was like, oh, do you have to put my chicken under and then the vet was like no yeah. we'll just hypnotize him and i was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. They're like under what? a spell yeah right. and that's when i was like is this a thing because they just wow. he just drew that line and, and then, then that how long there. is the chicken until you tip him over he'll just like be in it's like oh wow. i looked it up uh, on okay. google it says anywhere from 30 seconds to 30 minutes or something they wow. that's a big window be, yeah depending on how fucked up the chicken is before um yeah Wow. <laughs> Wait, Jack, how did you know about it? Because you were like, mm-hmm, yep, yep. Yeah, dude. I oh, just man. saw how quickly you were on. I know you know, you know what a I lot. used to do for a living. That's yep. a, the, this is right up our alley uh, at Cracked. Yeah, you used to That's clip true. the wings off chickens and sell them by the roadside. That's right. Exactly. Uh, wait. Oh, this is just p- purely out of like articles on like cool stuff to do. Yeah. To wait, farm animals. Yeah, animal hacks. I think Robert Brockway wrote it actually. Animal hacks. Ago. Wow. Animal hacks. Bro. I'll tell you it was an animal hack. That fucking Taco Bell dog. Damn. Yeah. Fucking hack that hey, one. Hey, rest in peace. Yeah. R.I.P. Wow. Too soon. Um, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> yeah. That, that, there's also what, one of the things we learned about chickens is that they're nervous system is such that it, like not a lot of it is in their head so they can live with their head chopped off for a long time oh right that's why they can still be oh, running yeah. around yeah I've but seen like that. they can live for like months without their head oh that is i don't know wait what and no just way, this dude, dude was putting a dropper of food in the like neck, neck hole of a in the neck hole of a chicken oh i have heard that <laughs> yeah oh, wow tight cool so. That is super tight. <laughs> this is this sounds like a podcast I would have loved when I was thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, right. Fuck yeah, dude! Wait till I go back to school. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is something you think is underrated besides Miles' Huntington uh, Check it out, man. Oh, you know, pupusas? Hey. Yeah, man, guys, people aren't hyping pupusas enough. A mí me gustan las pupusas. Okay. Con curtido y salsa de tomate. Are you waiting for music? Is not coming. Yo, that was just a track somebody put <laughs> yes. me onto. I didn't know there was songs about pupusas. What? I didn't uh, know yes, that. that's a legit one. That's not me just going off the top. Yeah. Uh, that's about, I think that's from a Salvadorian group. Okay. Maybe um, I'm wrong and pupusas are hype, but I feel like everyone here talks like taco trucks, but we need to go, you need to go pupusa. Yeah. Um, Filling. They're delicious. Woo! Ooh, and you get to p- put stuff on top. You get to customize your little pupusa. Yeah. You get that slaw. I always get, uh, it's the curtido, you know? Okay. I yeah. always ask for extra. Uh, you should go to Atlaclat. Um, Beverly, I believe. Ooh. Uh, they, f- yo, the the ensalada drink. Do you ever drink that? No, man. What? It's just a bunch of chopped up fruit juice. It's like a bunch of chopped up fruit. Ooh, it's in like, a like fruit s- salad. Yes, juice? in a cup though, Ooh. and it should be sweet as fuck. And then by the end, you're just chewing a bunch of fruit, and it's okay. delicious. Yes. Uh, yeah. Now, to me, an outsider, the pupusa looks like a uh, what's the soft Taco Bell. A uh, flatbread chal- thing. Oh, a chalupa. The Chalupi? gordita. A gordita. gordita it looks paper. like a gordita with gordita uh, coleslaw on top. Tell me, tell me what it is. Okay, it's like um, you know, it's a tortilla and it's filled inside. It's basically like maybe like a Mexican calzone. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, it's like masa, but then you put you could put uh, if you get re- revueltas, you know, that's like you get pork, cheese, and bean in there. Yeah. Or you can get it. With just cheese. Vegetable. Yeah, you can get it with yeah. cactus. You can get it with mm-hmm. loroco. You know, there's many styles to the pupusa yeah Mm. Uh, but the thing that i will say is the curtido which is the cabbage slaw that you put on top Mm -hmm. i fucking go ham with that shit so it feels like i'm actually getting like a vegetable meal yes even though i'm just mainlining a bunch of starch and fried you go ham with all accompanying vegetables what's the thing like anytime there's a sandwich that comes with like oh like a jardinera jardinera yeah extra jardinera let me get that extra jard on there i was actually a nickname you had I noticed. Some Extra jarred. Like, Yo, jarred. <laughs> jarred, what's up? <laughs> you know what it is. What is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? Well, guys, um, I heard that Michael Salamanov, who's this wonderful chef, had this new recipe for uh, smoked uh, beef ribs. Mm-hmm. And I looked that up. And it's a Yemenite recipe. And uh, it had a lot of turmeric. Okay. Mm. And a lot of cumin. Mm. A lot of black pepper. Probably need gloves to Put, season that. Probably need, yeah, exactly. Turmeric um, will, sta- will stain your skin. Turmeric will stain your skin, guys. Yeah. It's true. The struggle is real. No one talks about that. All they no talk about, about is the anti-inflammation properties. Yep. Great. They but, don't tell you look jo- like a jaundiced uh, card dealer. <laughs> it's like yellow orange, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. 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 It's like, and it's not just any yellow. It's like an immigranty yellow. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like that. You breath. ain't getting that at Ralph's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, Get you stopped at the border. That's right? what I looked up. I was looking up that recipe. Are you? Do you cook a lot? I cook a lot. I'm going to smoke Dope. some fucking ribs this week. So wow. uh, what kind of uh, what kind of smoker you got? I have a Traeger grill. I was about to say, you got a Traeger, man? I got a Traeger, right. man. Actually, I got a Traeger. Uh, this was kind of a, a crazy story. I, I I do a lot of the cooking. Uh-huh. I do a lot of cooking on my Instagram uh, stories. I have a cooking podcast. Um, but uh, Green Eggs and Dan. Green Eggs and Dan. We'll talk about that later. But basically, I was doing a lot of cooking videos, and I wanted to get a smoker, and I reached out to Traeger. I was like, yo, give me a discount. I want to get this $800 smoker, Hell yeah. and I'll post about it. And they're like, yo, we saw your videos. We like them. We're sending you a free smoker. 
They sent me a fucking two thousand dollar. Oh fuck! Traeger wow. Timberline eight fifty. I can you control got the it. I can I can turn it on from I here know. Yes. from my fucking phone. Like fuck. literally, I walk into my house, I, I clap, and it'll fucking start smoking. <laughs> I gotta get. I'm I'm actually in the market for a smoker. Do Bro, you use that a lot? Do I will you, talk to you. I will. I will. Right I now, use I it use all it. the time. It's remote, fucking awesome. The remote function, though. You know what? I used it last week actually because I had some shit going on, and me, me and my girl went for a hike. Wow. And I was in the fucking mountains, You're and I so turned LA the smoker off. You're so <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> smoke my ribs from the mountain. We went for a we went for a hike on Runyon. Mm. I turned off the smoker and smoked my Yemenite ribs. Oh just like yeah, that. I use a lot of a uh, Cajun microwave right now. What's that? Which is just like uh, the problematic term is a, a China box. Um, <laughs> Wait, is Cajun microwave better? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds just when, as when racist. On the, on the fucking thing, it says like China box in the most, you already know what font it is. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. what time that yeah. font is. It's like fucking, might as well be like it's, bamboo shoes. It's like an oriental oven. Yeah. Yeah. Chop suey. Um, but Chop it's basically suey. just, you know, it's like a way you can, you put all of your charcoal on top of like sheet metal and yeah. then everything is sort of inside the box. So you can, I've like, I'll cook like a suckling pig or something. Something in there because it's out big here. enough you're, to put. You're cooking suckling pigs. Yeah, yeah. Cook a pig here and there. Yeah. Uh, Where do you get bro? one of those? Anywhere. There's a pet lot of places. Yeah, yeah. There's like also <laughs> pet stores, uh, petting zoos. Uh-huh. You know? I feel like Great pig hack, pets. Yeah. Book pig a petting pets are zoo. making a, a, a. They're making a move. The they're pig, having a the moment. But aren't the people realizing that it turns into a fucking pig no, at dude. some point? Or does everyone have mini pigs? I think they have the teacups. The teacup pigs. Is that is that like? Are they being abused? I feel like anytime I see a tiny animal, that's like they're like that couldn't have happened in yeah, a nice right. way. Yeah, yeah. it's they, you night, have to keep them in a box yeah. like a bonsai tree, like and they only grow to the. <laughs> you clip their their feet, <laughs> their feet <laughs> off. Yeah, and uh, eat them. Yeah, no, they're they're very cute, very smart pets. Um, one thing I was gonna say about the hand cooking is also watch out for uh, capsaicin. When yeah, you, if yeah. you're ever cutting up talking about peppers, jalapenos, peppers. Yeah. without gloves on. Yeah. yeah. My wife got those, and uh, I think it was we had been in the ocean that morning, uh, just to do an, another little LA brag. Yeah, uh, and wow. then she was cutting up jalapenos, and another it was brag. like her hands were on fire for like a day. Wow. Wait, yeah. just on her hands? Yeah, or her? Or she, she had, like, like put, open really? Wounds. Yeah, does no, she have open sores was... still on her hands? <laughs> yeah, I mean her hands yeah. are covered her in hands... sores. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> yeah. there was a terrible degloving accident yeah. where <laughs> yeah. all of the skin right. from her hand was ripped off. It is very cool of you to have married a leper. That was. Yeah. Like yeah. very like woke of very twenty nineteen. Yes. Uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true? You know, to uh, be false? ghosts. Okay, ghosts. Just <laughs> get get. Give me a break. <laughs> is it are you, now? Are you someone who's been just led on by ghosts for for so long? You're like, you know what? I tried, and I'm just done. I just done with you. It's one of these things where I just I don't get why people buy into it so hard or believe it. It's just it's one of these things that just as they're telling me the story, the story itself doesn't make sense. Have you, right. have you ever heard this? Okay, you ever heard this? Uh, uh, there's like I don't know if it's like a wives' tale or a rumor. Have you ever heard the story about the uh, the person dog sitting and um. And the dog dies, and the family tells them, "Okay, well, you can you put the dog in the suitcase and take it to this place and drop it off to get it dog cremated or whatever." Right. I've heard this story from a couple different people. I've never heard. I've never heard. Does, so the dog comes back to life no, once. The dog is a giant Great Dane, or it's this always this big dog. They had to put in this big suitcase, and they had to put it in a suitcase because there was nothing else to put the dog. Yeah, in. I was gonna say, I'm like, why is no a dog cast? That's where it gets so, weird. Yeah, and it's just like, and they take it. Um, get one of those I, big blue IKEA bags. 
Yeah, or shopping right. cart. Like yeah, Someone yeah, with yeah. wheel. Yeah, yeah I mean, anyway, I'm just thinking about other ideas. Yeah. In case you don't have a big suitcase. So anyway, <laughs> put the thing in the suitcase. But every time they tell the story, they talk about how how heavy this suitcase is and they're lugging it around. Right. And they just, just and they got to take it the train and take the train to the city and take it in this, this. And then they're on the corner and they're like trying to like figure out where they are and somebody comes by and steals the suitcase and runs off with it. Huh. And if I, every time I hear that story, it's like, if this suitcase was so heavy, right. how did someone just pick it up and run off with this giant he suitcase? He a CrossFit dude. He was <laughs> right. super strong, dude. That's how they no train. No way! Yeah. The story doesn't make sense. Wait, hold on. And that's, this is what I feel is about ghosts. The, where's the is that ghost the end of the story? This is the, that's the end of the story. And they're like, so that person got home, opened up, and it was a giant dead dog. And did, it's just like, this you is the dumbest story. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> this is how I feel about ghosts. Every time... People right. tell me a story about a ghost. The it just, logic. It just, the logic doesn't make sense right. at all. I've never seen a ghost in a Walgreens. People have died in Walgreens. Yeah. Okay, how many people have died? A lot, a, a of, lot no. of people, people died, died in Walgreens. Magic Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. I don't see a ghost there's when no I ghost. ride Goliath. Exactly. That dude died on Goliath. How come there's there's never ghosts on intersections? People die on the highway. There's there's flowers. There's those white bikes all over the place. There's you all these memorials of where people have died. There's never ghosts. Ghosts don't like the daytime. They right. they don't like the. They I only ghost at night. That's yeah. re- that's so stupid. Ghosts are not like okay. It's only come out when it's super. Ghosts only come out when it's super spooky when nobody else is around <laughs> in a place that's already like a pl- and there's no other people to back you up exactly. Right. And the most would be like, well, that door did close suddenly. Right. Like, and like, okay, mm, did it? It's. I like, like your energy act. though. You have like a YouTuber who like debates people on whether ghosts <laughs> exist. You're like, come at me with your ghost. Yeah, ghost check it out, everybody. They, they only come out when they're spooky, <laughs> right. and they never. It doesn't make sense. Right. So. Do ghosts really? <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. It, it gets. I. It's the one thing I'm very passionate. But you have about. like that the vibe though of someone who kind of wants a ghost to exist, but you've been so I disappointed. I would love a ghost to exist. To visit, to visit Proof you. Of I would love a friend, new friend in my life. This mortal plane. Don't we all want that? Huh? That would be great, man. Yeah. Uh, so, do you believe people who think they've seen ghosts? Do you think they're lying, or do you think it, they just believe they've seen a ghost? I think they believe it, but that's right. what it's. That's what's crazy to me is that they they're in a place where their mind could play tricks on them, right? You know, and uh, you know, it's and there. It's always like in an old place, you know. To I, the idea that a ghost is walking around going, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn the lights off and on real quick," right? You right. know, like that's how you're gonna ghost. Come on, get, ghost, step your game up. Yeah, right. do do. I don't Flickering know. Put on lights. a show. Yeah, they're always make a basketball move crazy in air, like in a game, like someone. <laughs> Right. Shoots a shot. Yeah. It's like whoop, and it goes in the other angels room. in the outfield. <laughs> I mean, right. that has happened. Uh, that right. is true in that documentary. Uh, right. And the sixth man with Kadeem Hardison again, a ghost uh, helps oh, out a ghost? college basketball team. Wow. Oh wait, angels in the outfield. Those aren't ghosts. Though. Those are angels. Right. My bad. But, but um, so where does that? Those are definitely. Don't get me wrong. Angels. Well, we don't, don't, don't fucking say something bad about angels now. Ghosts, fuck them. I mean, I, how how come a ghost just never just grabs a bunch of like you're eating a bowl of cheese puffs and it just throws all the cheese puffs in your face or something? Yeah, I it's mean, look, that's like, why I, it moved the it moved your maybe remote that happens, over. but people feel so stupid telling that story that they're just like, <laughs> I guess I can't like that's not a good ghost story. So you only hear about the ones who's like a child was right. like hovering over me when I woke up and whispered. Also, oh, like people, red act, rum. it's like we actually all have ghost stories. We're right. all just too embarrassed to admit it's it. Like, like a uh, ghost pee. My pants, <laughs> right? <laughs> All over them. You wouldn't believe it if I told you. <laughs> uh, uh, what is a myth? What's something people think is true you know to be false? 
Okay, I'm going to say a lot of people think that um, – I'm going to go back to food. Sorry, guys. Yeah, no, like I was going to suggest you But I that. think that people think that anchovies are gross. I'll mm. come the fuck on. And yeah. I think anchovies are the most underrated, uh, delicious food in the world. And I think a lot of you fuckers don't know that you're eating anchovies mm-hmm. when you are. And when you taste something, you're like, wow, this is ridiculously good. What's that? Where's that umami it's coming from? fucking anchovies. All yeah. Right? Get some anchovies, get some fish sauce, throw that shit in everything, mm-hmm. and it'll change your life. Now, the anchovies that I've eaten are very salty. It's like concentrated salt. Exactly. Yeah. But in general, when you cook it in something, you want to basically just, the base, you got your oil going, you put the anchovies in, it'll melt in there. You're not even going to no- see it. You won't notice it, but you'll sense it. In the mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like any pasta sauce that's really good. There's an anchovy melted in that fire. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, when I was. Um, it's the nutmeg of Asia, if you will. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> the nutmeg I of, just bought of fresh of a whole nutmeg recently because I was like realizing how much I needed. I was making a bolognese <laughs> sauce, and the fresh nutmeg with a microplane is really Ooh, the only way to turn that whole thing shit. up. One thing Miles, I will say. You got some food street when, credit. Yes, I like when it. I was um, in Florence, Italy, actually, I was at this panini God, place. Another location uh, drop. So well, um, hold on. I must say, he mentioned anchovies. There's a. A little uh, little place for panini uh, called uh, Il Fratellini ah, in Florence, Fratellini. and they have an anchovy and butter panini that Oof. I thought was like everyone uh, like people were like you'll get that over there, and I was like I don't know. I mean I know it's gonna be good, but the idea was a little bit still kind of off putting to me. Had it, one of the best things I've ever had. Butter and anchovies, fantastic. Yeah. Also butter and ham. See oh, that in yeah. Europe a lot. French baby. Fucking easy, dude. So good. Um, yeah. By the um, way, this is the longest it's taken for him to drop that he was in Italy. Uh, I'm surprised he didn't say I was in Firenze. Well, you know, I don't know the company I'm around, but <laughs> yes, Firenze for the initiated, uh, a city full of history. <clears throat> anyway, sorry. <laughs> what is a myth? Oh, it's something people think is true, you know, to be false. I was going to do like a now a dry historical one. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, off. please. Uh, for people who mm, have not listened to the podcast that I'm pitching called Noble Blood, the, the biggest myth is obviously that Marie Antoinette said, let them eat cake, mm-hmm. which is just like the best propaganda line in history that we're still saying it now. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, no, that was just, I mean, totally in like a propaganda newspaper. Right. Um, which is, it's kind of crazy to... To have a thing that, like, you know, people just sort of assume. And even if they know it's kind of not true, it's still associated with her. Right. Even though it was completely made up, which makes me uh, sad about the state of the world and the way propaganda works and the way um, people talk about their political rivals. I mean, not to make it too common, but, like, the way Trump does his, like, dumb nicknames for people and they stick. Right. And even though we repeat them, like, ironically, it's like, well, maybe in 200 years they won't know that we were saying them ironically. Right. It's yeah. like that's the way, you know, the it's a very dull knife that, yeah. right. you know, history. And so that is, you know, the most, quote unquote, like basic example I have of history. But I think it, if you dig a little deeper, it's it's kind of chilling that we still associate her with that thing that was written in a newspaper totally unrelated to her life. Yeah. I hope Moscow Mitch sticks. Yeah. yeah. History books. Let those yeah. ones. But it'd be, that's just something about history where the humor just doesn't translate. Yeah. Because no one will ever, like, sometimes you don't get context. But I'm sure when people inevitably write this chapter in history, it's like, this president was known for being a fucking idiot on yes. Twitter who would just give people random names. I don't know if they'd be like, and then there was pencil neck Adam Schiff. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Wait, well, that wasn't his real name? And pencil when he became Adam president. Sch- but I, I think uh, that's. 
true of I believe Caligula is a lot of like you know people are like oh yeah he fisted horses and stuff when you think about it it's like maybe not maybe that's like a crazy rumor that his rivals made up and that's what people there were a lot Catherine of Catherine the Great obviously right that's like one of those things it's like how do we still know it because it's so lurid but like you think about that for one second and you're like obviously yeah. that's not true right and Napoleon being short. Also. Oh yeah. yeah, he was totally normal. Height. Yeah, he was normal for the time. He was like, he was like five, five six. Yeah, five six. Well, five, that's seven. the problem with Caligula. There's so many like good juicy stories, and then you're like, these are all fucking just made up by his enemies. Right. Did you know weirdly the way that like the Popeye spinach thing was because yeah. of a, a printing error? Yeah. That like they thought it, that spinach had way more iron in it than it actually does. Yeah, it and has a normal plant amount of iron, yeah. which is not that much. But they put the decimal point in the wrong spot. But don't they still say, like, if you need iron, spinach is a they great source. They say that incorrectly. I mean, well, leafy sure greens are good. comparatively, right. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, but it's it's like, if you want iron, you should eat red meat. Or less red meat, because the Amazon is, is burning. Yeah. So no, leafy greens. Yes. Eat a ton of Raw leafy greens. Raw red meat. Just eat a bunch of Iron Man action figures. <laughs> mm-hmm. Get your iron. There you go. Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. Let's talk about uh, a preview of things to come. Great. Uh, super volcanoes. Uh, so, is that the vaporizer? It's probably a vaporizer. Sick. But uh, <laughs> once every 2.1 million years, uh, uh-huh. a super volcano will go off. There are 10 of them or 11 of them around the globe, and or 20 scattered around the the planet, and. The last time one went off was 600,000 years ago. Uh, it is basically like there will be huge earthquakes and then the sky will just like go dark because of how much magma will uh, come out of the earth. Liquid hot magma. Magma. And uh, the nearest one is under Yellowstone. And Oh, great, great, great. It, it doesn't, it's almost like saying near in this case doesn't make a difference at all because it doesn't matter as long as it's on the earth. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. it so it would cover most of the Midwest in ash, like in three feet of ash. Uh, the, this was in an op-ed in the New York Times, but so they they're basically saying that this. Oh, so it's an opinion. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's one of those scientists who just writes about his opinion. Oh, so that's on, your opinion, sir. Right. Um, he talks about them as ultra catastrophes that would lead to global devastation and uh-huh. even human extinction. <laughs> Like a major asteroid impact, a global nuclear war, or a super volcano, a super eruption of one of these super volcanoes. And he basically is making the point that the volcano is the one that's most likely to happen in our lifetime, but we are- Our current lifetime, as in everyone listening right now? It's more likely mathematically, statistically, than the asteroid impact. But the asteroid impact is the one that we've had a bunch of movies about, basically. Well, new IP. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, Is this something that it would happen and we'd all die instantly? Because that's the way I want to go. Well, the people near there probably would. Yeah, people real close by would. Uh, People who like lived in the surrounding states would, but we would just- like, have a slow, painful death. Yeah, have a slow. See, that's the worst. Yeah, because also then the people who are like, sur- like have like survivalist things, then they get to be smug, right? 
Yeah, yeah. exactly. Ugh. People have been storing gasoline yeah. for like years. They're like, ha ha, honey. They're like, yeah, and but what gonna... about your $50,000 in beanie babies, asshole? Right. What about those? <laughs> okay, I took an L on those. But you know right. what? Like people with canned food, it's like, I've been waiting for this. They yeah. get to feel really excited and I don't want that. I don't oh, want to live in that world. And all you those uh, the Jim Baker people <laughs> and her survival buckets. Well, so this article, I'm um, just something to look for. The reason I think this is a preview of things to come is because you remember the year when uh, Armageddon and Deep Impact came out in the mm-hmm. same year? The reason people think the reason both those scripts got written and like made around the same time was because of a news story that had happened on like one of the main right. uh, news channels like nine years before. So nine years from now, I feel like there's going to be a year of super volcano movies because this is like a it's it's a very vivid. Uh, oh, remember, we had Dante's well, Peak. We had the success of Jon Snow Pompeii movie. Right, the, oh, the yeah. volcano movies have wow. not done that the well. thrill because volcanoes are so boring. They're right. slow. Dante's Peak was uh, the same year as Volcano. volcano yeah, Joe versus the volcano. Joe, jo- yeah, with Tom. Well, Hanks. that's a great movie. Well, the, but I think it's a great movie because the volcano doesn't happen. Right. I still have a promotional bag from Joe versus the Volcano uh, that my mom got in Were the eighties. Born, by... yeah, oh, okay. live around that time. I think it was made by Orion Pictures because it still has the old Orion logo on <laughs> oh, the bag, nice. and it's a reusable bag that to this to this day that my family uses. Good for nice. you. Yeah, that they made a Pompeii movie that did very poorly. I think. Yeah. Yeah, very I recently. For, yeah. And yeah. there's so many good stories. Wasn't like one guy like masturbating when he but died? But that, that's not a good story because it's never everyone dies. Everyone it has to be like an art die. art film or something where it's like you see that same moment for people all over the place. Ooh, because that would be it's like sliding yeah. doors or something. Sliding doors get, Yeah. Uh huh. but I don't think you can make a blockbuster where everyone's like masturbating. Ah, Although, you know, Titanic <laughs> you're, Titanic you're, sinks. Everyone knows Titanic right, sinks. That's true. Did you see the article that people were like, oh, the Titanic's like falling apart on the <laughs> seafloor? And they're like, motherfucker, it, that shit sank over 100 years ago it's in, the sea. in the fucking sea. It looks like shit, you guys. They're like, I was like, I never thought it looked that good to begin with, yeah. first of all. Like, it's, it's deteriorating. Just, what right. are we going to do? They're like, y'all, what? I don't know if you've seen the Acropolis. It's a mess. Right. What are we going to do about it? What happened there, everyone? What yeah. happened? Yeah. Time? No. Yeah, they're like, we we last saw it 40 years ago, and it looked better than it does now. And it's like, well, yeah, being 40 years under the right. sea will like, do that to How someone. did you look 40 years ago? Like, uh, It was oh 14 God, years right. ago. Oh, 14, okay. sorry. And the last time that anyone was down there was James Cameron. Wait, what do you mean 14 years ago? That, that somebody better. was down in in like diving it. around the Titanic. Oh, remember? Oh, Cause it. he made the Titanic, but then he also like got really into like diving I think to he, the Titanic. I'm pretty sure he only made Titanic cause he really wanted, wanted to, go to dive. dive down yeah. But then part of it, didn't that obsession create new, like submersible technology? Yeah. Though, it too? Yeah. yeah. He yeah. nailed it. All he, that's, he does that a lot in films. Yeah. Credit to John, I went, James Cameron. I went on a tour of his workshop once, which oh, is right. just, why'd you use air quotes? Cause it's not really a workshop. It's like a, airplane hangar oh, okay. where he keeps like oh, they, they like I use air quotes it's a van <laughs> <laughs> no they called it the workshop it was like a press thing Got it was like it. James Cameron and like you know 10 reporters and it's like uh, just little things from all of his movies and he just keeps like the, the thing from Aliens like the oh really I don't know what it's the called the robo suit the robo get suit get away from her you bitch and all one. the models of the Titanic and he just seems like he just is a dude like a kid. who happens to make movies right. but really loves this stuff toys right. making cool things yeah, yeah. he's just a, yeah he just loves <laughs> I'm a collector who just got into filmmaking because yeah. I realized right. that was a good way to get access to stuff yeah, yeah. the kind of that's what it felt like right uh, did he have like real like was it real 
Did he have any stuff from the Titanic in there? Like um, from the... F- no, that would be not that, would that be they theft, showed maybe. us. Maybe in his personal home. Yeah, probably. Right. He's like, this is the wheel. Did you meet him? <laughs> yeah. Was he nice? He was. Jim. Jim. Good. Um, good but guy. here's the thing. Jim Cam. I wanted. I thought he was nice, but he was nice because he's like an old man meeting a few reporters. Right. Like I don't think I would want to be married to him. No. Why? What'd you get? What was the sense you got from? him? I have it, but just from stories. Oh, of, like, right. He's not. He's a controlling. But I think now that he's of an age and status where he gets to do whatever he wants. Right. He's like I think back in early in his career when he had to yell at people, he was not a pleasant person. But now he's he's James fucking Cameron. He yeah. gets I bet now he's a pleasant person to be around because he everyone says yes to him. Sure. One of the early like things he did in filmmaking, he was I think working on the set of a horror movie and they wanted to have a shot with like a bunch of like worms and grubs in it. Uh-huh. And he was like, they're not wriggling enough. So he just electrocuted the whole <gasps> thing of grubs and uh... worms. So they would like start crawling over each other and which is brilliant, but also really cruel. And I think a good kind of description of how he treats people in his movies, right. he, he will just like, like when you look back at the abyss, he's like talking about like how, how fun it was, and everyone's like, I almost drowned nine yeah. times. Yeah, people almost <laughs> died more. on that movie. They well, needed them to wriggle more. Yeah, wriggle. Wasn't the thing like they were breathing water. Like yeah. the technology was that like they would learn to breathe in fluid. Like that was they the did premise the of the movie, right? But I'm saying like, but even having that in your head, and like, so the actors are like in these suits that are like filling up. Like, wouldn't the helmets fill up yeah. with liquid? Yeah, well, I'm uh, sure that would stress I me the fuck the out. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, bring it back. <laughs> I know. It was getting so good. It was never getting. Good. I mean, it got so wacky, though. Yeah. I was like, well, well, well hold on. Because before, I just thought this was some weird show. And now we're dealing with, like, oh, some other dimension this dude saw in a dollhouse. I'm so mad that they canceled it just because, like. They canceled it? Yeah. The yeah. OA? Yeah. Is yeah. DOA? Oh, yeah. damn. No one made that joke yet. It's just like, no one, no one else is making shows that weird. Yeah, right. More weird things in the world. I mean, I think they should do a flash mob. To bring it back <laughs> with the dance with moves. The dances. <laughs> I, don't, I had never saw the it. movements. You've never you don't know the movements, the climax Jack? of the movie. The climax of it's because of... he knows the show creators and he's salty. <laughs> Not salty. Oh, I can't wait for this to stop rolling. <laughs> I'm so Walking salty. There's so many I'm not shows. Salty at that Jack actually had the idea for Jack. Tell him about your OA idea you had, <laughs> you had before. The idea for the OA before the OA. They stole it from me. Yeah, he was no. talking about all really? these NDEs he had and near death experiences uh-huh. at water parks, uh-huh. and they're like, hold on. I will say there's guys I hooked up with and now I can never watch anything even tangentially related to them because it makes me viscerally upset. Yeah. Oh, what do you mean? Like, who are these people you're dating? I'm not going to say it on the... Damn, okay. I mean, that was a flex. I was like... I I live in Los Angeles. There are people in the world. I mean, the only thing that reminds me of X is like an empty TV box. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I can't be like, oh, I can't watch MTV. She's like, I hooked up with a guy and now I can't watch any of LeBron's games. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> kind of soured it for me yeah, especially yeah, when he, he came to the Lakers it. I'm like of all the towns <laughs> really LeBron I Great. came here first I moved here you right. asshole <laughs> alright well let's talk about other people who shouldn't notice the VMAs I'm fucking crushing mm. these transitions <laughs> fantastic Brett Stevens uh, who is a New York Times columnist who kind of takes the conservative side of things oh all i mean he's mr fucking pc cultures ruining us yeah, what's right. the snowflakery safe space like he's basically what sebastian maniscalco like this they that, think the same right what's with these trigger warnings and these safe spaces 
Right. Safe it's... space used to be in the bathroom with the lights out before my dad came home. Hello. You know? Um, anyway, so. Was that a masturbation joke? Hey, I don't know. It's up I'm, to you. Dude, Sebastian is going to call you after this and be like, I need to hire you as my head writer. He's like, hold on, man. Uh, Miles, like, you got my tone. You did, get me. Did you hack my iCloud or something? You looking at my notes? You yeah. looking at my notes? Did you hack my brain? Because you, my synapses are firing. I see these kids, these Gen Z kids. They got no prospects for the future. They're looking at, listen to this EDM. What the fuck is that? I call it economic distraction music because they're not paying attention to their futures. <laughs> Holy fuck. Oh, fuck. Anyway, so uh, this is sort of what his whole deal is, Brad, Brett Stevens. <laughs> Back to Brett Stevens. He goes, he, just to give you an example, this is something he said, uh, like he was praising the University of Chicago because they had a policy that was against having safe spaces or trigger warnings uh, for you know students who might have gone through some kind of trauma. First, he's quoting from the committee at University of Chicago, quote, concerns about civility and mutual respect can never be used as a justification for closing off discussion of ideas. However offensive or disagreeable those ideas may be to some members of our community. Typical right wing sort of free speech shit. Uh, then goes on. And then this is sort of his commentary. Those are fighting words at a time when professors live in fear of accidentally offending their own students and a governor needs to declare a countrywide state of emergency so that white supremacist Richard Spencer can speak at the University of Florida. They're also necessary words. That isn't because universities need the First Amendment's most loyal guardians. In the case of private universities, the First Amendment generally doesn't apply. They set their own rules. Instead, it's because free speech is what makes educational excellence possible. So he's always saying like, let free the racists talk. Right. They don't care if it's homophobic. It's free speech. Right. So cut to a couple of days ago when there was like the story that came out that the New York Times building had bed bugs or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, this professor uh, at George Washington University like quote tweeted uh, like the article that said uh, breaking there are bed bugs in the NYT newsroom. And then his tweet was the bed bugs are a metaphor. The bed bugs are Brett Stevens. Mm. Okay. That's like not even a Miles level joke. A Miles doing Sebastian level no, joke. No, you could have done a lot better. That's that's crickets all day. Uh, and I think that thing only got like six likes or something, three retweets. Then suddenly he continued this chain. And he said, uh, "I just got an email from Brett Stevens." CCing the university provost. He's deeply offended that I called him a metaphorical bedbug. This is his email. Dear Dr. Karp, uh, someone just pointed out a tweet you wrote about me calling me a bedbug. I'm often amazed about the things supposedly decent people are prepared to say about other people, people they've never met. On Twitter, I think you've set a new standard. I would welcome <laughs> the opportunity for you to come to my home, meet my wife and kids, and talk to us to, for a few minutes, and then call me a bedbug to my face. That would take some genuine courage and intellectual integrity on your part. I promise to be courteous no matter what you have to say. Maybe it will make you feel better about yourself. Please consider this a standing invitation. <laughs> you are more than welcome to bring your significant other Cordially, Brett Stevens. Okay. Miles does Brett Stevens is almost as good as Miles does Sebastian Maniscalco. <laughs> then he fucking quit Just Twitter. Dissolving. He quit Brett Stevens quit he Twitter. He quit Twitter. He said, time to do what I long long ago promised to do. Twitter is a sewer. It brings out the worst in humanity. I sincerely apologize for any part I've played in making it worse. And anyone I've heard, thanks to all of my followers, but I'm deactivating this account. Wow. Then my man goes on MSNBC and fucking digs the hole even deep. Listen to how he 
even Yo, portrays this whole situation. What do you have against bed bugs? Dude? Just go <laughs> Holy shit. shit! I'm gonna be careful with my words okay. because I know these are gonna be uh, examined carefully. <laughs> so I think Twitter brings out the worst in its users. It tends to bring out the worst in its users. And yesterday, um, a professor at George Washington University described me as a bed bug or a metaphorical bed bug, uh, just in the context of the New York Times having a, a bed bug problem in our building. And I think that kind of rhetoric is is dehumanizing and totally unacceptable <laughs> no matter where where it comes from. All I would say is that using dehumanizing rhetoric like bed bugs or you know analogizing people to insects is is always wrong. Oh we can God. do better. We should be the people on social media that we are in real life. There's a bad history of being called uh, of being analogized to insects that goes back to a lot of totalitarian regimes in the past. I've been called worse. I wrote this guy a personal note. Now it's out there for everyone to see. Yeah, everyone to see how much of a pearl-clutching snowflake you are yourself, sir. Right. It's the, so odd. This is the classic shit that they do. Well, the right has been like talking about the infestation of yep. you know uh, Mexican immigrants. It's free and, speech, man. Yeah. Until, but, until until that shows up on my door. I, 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 I'm going to jump in here and say I know Brett Stevens. Mm -hmm. <laughs> do you uh, really? I do. I've had dinner with Brett Stevens. I went to a to a dinner in New York uh, last year, and he was there. And um, I sat next to him. He was a really – he was a great guy. I can't say huh. a bad thing about him. I probably like Brett Stevens a little more than you guys do, and I think that he definitely – the thing is, he must be like searching for like what everyone, everything that people are saying about him. If right. this got on his radar, because yeah, he, the guy didn't at him, didn't at him at all, and it so, had like a paltry like like to retweet <laughs> ratio. That's like you went into the search box and put your name in. I don't even think it's a good idea to look at your mentions, like because that is probably mentally unhealthy. But to actively like be constantly searching your name is it's just self harm. Yeah, Oof. that's self harm. It's very, it's very dangerous. And I'm sure that, you know, we get it as well because I get like, it's funny, like if I put like a YouTube video or there's a YouTube video of me or whatever, I'll like just like kind of rush through all the positive stuff. Yeah. And yeah. then one negative thing and I'm like, <gasps> <gasps> clear my calendar yeah, for the yeah, week. Yeah, funny. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do anything. This misspelled <laughs> comment about. But it wasn't even that bad. Yeah. I mean, it's right. like you're in the public eye. Like these things happen. And then like, I don't know. I think liking it, that's the, I don't know. I think yeah. taking it to like, oh, this. He didn't mean totalitarian. He wasn't like doing what like Nazi cartoonists were doing or anything like that. But it why is he like, even mentioning that in his like sort of <sighs> rationalization as to why this was so offensive? I to think him? he. I think you're I think right. He, I think, I he's think he was caught off I think guard. he's digging a hole, I, and I think he's like trying to get out of it. And I think people like that who are like, you know, they debate for a living. Like they're not willing. It's very hard to just say, okay, I'm sorry, maybe I overreacted. Right. Yeah, or just you know. It fucking move on, dude. Right. It's, right. But it's it's like anything. It's like, oh no, XX truck nuts four twenty XX says I'm a hack. <laughs> but it's funny that it was that it's true. He definitely is the you know the kind of flag bearer of like let's stop being so sensitive. And this to me, this being the thing that put him over the edge seems it's almost there must be. To I me. think there's layers to this. <laughs> right. Maybe with this professor. Maybe with his history with bed bugs. Maybe he was called bed bug in college. Uh, uh, right. Right. Because right. he was a stinky kid or something. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Maybe had, he had bed bugs. I bed had bugs bed bugs, are guys. Just, I'm gonna, yeah. you know, full disclosure, I've also had bed bugs. I've met Brett Stevens, and I've also <laughs> had bed bugs. So <laughs> thank you for getting it. I got two guys, horses this in this tweet. <laughs> is really like actually, can we just cut this out of the episode? <laughs> I'm really uncomfortable. <laughs> it's home for me. <laughs>
If you've never had bed bugs, you've probably never lived in New York, but it's also just the worst thing ever. Right. But I again, that, that's a, that's a tangent. I think this is ridiculous that this is what kind of set set him off. We had bed bugs here in LA too. Really? Don't forget about the uh, Alexandria Hotel oh, yeah. downtown where they're people everywhere. got them from just hanging out there. They're everywhere. Not even staying in there. Oof. And they're spreading. Dun, dun. Are they? Uh, I no, just know. I don't don't know. You have, do you have to throw all your shit away when you get bedbugs? Yeah. Or I is think there they a way spread in it? LA a little more than in New York because in New York they're just like, just fucking, you know, put the deep, spray the DDT in your apartment. And right. that's Sebastian. That's my right. Sebastian. <laughs> but here they're like, we don't use chemicals. We're just going to rub some turmeric on the bed and right. smudge. We'll just get some sage. <laughs> get some sage. <laughs> smudge your. Yeah. It's uh, going to be great. Uh, um, well, uh, since we don't like to end on. Epstein news. Uh, the world's. Oh, that's not how this podcast works. You guys don't do that every episode. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> we don't like to go into a a break on that. So I will tell you Wait, the world's longest, tallest, and fastest roller coaster with speeds of 155 miles per hour is coming to Saudi Arabia's new Six Flags theme park. There's Yalla. a Six Flags in. What? Uh, 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 what? Uh -huh. 2023, baby. The Falcon's flight could hit dizzying speeds up to. 155 miles per hour. It's going to be the tallest uh, roller coaster What's in it, the world. Wasn't it called Bone Saw before that? Was it? Gotta go. I'm constantly fascinated by Gulf Arabs' uh, desire to outdo the whole world in like dumb shit. Right. <laughs> like we are going to make the biggest uh, man-made island in the shape of an R that has right. ever been seen. <laughs> It's like, we'll all make one. It's like, all right. A, as a all right, chew. guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, Did you see uh, MBS's plans for, uh, like, building Jurassic Park out of robots? No. Yeah. Is that what he wants yeah. to do? Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, he has a plan for, it's like this lunar, like, park thing. What do you that, mean, lunar park? I don't know. Like, I, It's on the moon? No, but it, it, like, has some sort of, like, space age aspect to it, and... Super producer Anna Hosnia knows. Basically, he's trying to create like a futuristic city that's like a like a party city. It's like a Dubai <laughs> times a thousand. Right, dude. That's I'm what telling it's you, called, it, there is an actual plan for it. It's like literally right. called like Plan Neon or something like that. We talked about it on Ethnically Ambiguous. That's a plug. Yeah, but yeah. I it's, think that's it's where... really crazy, and They're I don't like... know if they'll be able to do it because it costs like six bajillion dollars or something like that. It's out of control, but it'll have yeah, like. It'll be like you're a on lot of space, robots. and it's going to be like a. I literally think, based off the description, it'll be like a giant dome. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's they're it's literally wild. like twelve year olds who have billions of dollars. They're like, <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to make a right. Uh, we need to, uh, dinosaurs. I want <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> it's like, um, but uh, your jails are full of journalists. I don't I give a fuck. Want dinosaurs. <laughs> I want to hang with a raptor. I want to feed the the bloggers to the dinosaurs. <laughs> Uh, sorry, the, the lunar thing is that it's going to have a fake moon, an uh, extra fake moon. Like uh, orbiting it? I, I think it's going I to be I can't even, you know what, I'm just going to take everything you say as By truth way, and fact. That's definitely plan B. Initially he was like, I want to make a real moon, another right. real moon to put around my Jurassic Park. Right. Like we can't do that. All right, fake moon. Uh, oh, wow. It's called Neom. It's going to have flying cars, a fake moon, Great, great. And 24-7 surveillance. I love it. The thing, all the things people love when partying. Uh, all right, we're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back. Uh -huh. 
And we're back. Well, fortunately, we have uh, one of humanity's finest minds uh, joining the world of academia. Mm -hmm. um, so I think we will have global warming solved pretty soon. Yes. Great. Uh, Matthew McConaughey is finally getting the respect <laughs> he deserves and will be a professor at UT, University of Texas. Hook them horns, man. Thank That's what God. I'm saying, man. He is um, finally. I'll go back to school. He's been a visiting instructor since 2015. Apparently, I didn't know that, but right. now he is. Uh, the Moody College of Communications uh, has now made or has now appointed him as a professor of practice to the Department of Radio, Television, Film faculty, starting this fall. I don't know what the fuck that means. So, will he teach acting? Well, so what he's teaching is uh, he's doing a co-teaching class called. Uh, script to screen and it's going to be with a director and faculty member Scott Rice and it's basically sort of going like every stage of a film's production right which and, I'm sure oh, he's okay. been heavily yeah. involved with in yeah. many things yeah 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 totally yeah. that'll be kind of that's kind of tight I mean he's great is yeah. the thing all right right I all yeah, right. yeah there oh, it is yeah, yeah here right. he is right now Matthew McConaughey wow somebody say pineapple <laughs> um, yeah 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 I, it just seems like he's gone from someone who I thought was a joke totally and he kind of is and he's sort of a meme in his own way but he has a lot of knowledge too that I would love to hear it's funny because yes man yes I when we first started talking about this my first thought was what a ridiculous what an asshole he's a cartoon of an actor he goes yeah. out there and he's like have you ever had sex or whatever yeah, right. he fucking in says Lincoln. and then yeah and then as I started talking I was like nope I love him I love yeah. uh, I uh, I love True Detective yeah. um, True Detective what was else good. Mud yeah <laughs> Mud, Dallas Buyers awesome. Club he got he great Dallas Buyers Club he was yeah. incredible yeah man um, I yeah I'm curious has he directed anything? I mean, failure to launch. Failure to launch. What's failure classic? to classic. Like, I like, lived see. at home, and he was like, <laughs> like his parents were like, "Please find." Some. Wasn't Terry Bradshaw his dad in that movie? Oh yes. my god, I hope so. <laughs> Terry Bradshaw. Was I gotta his see dad. his I mean, movie. I never seen it. Failure to launch. I fully expected Terry Bradshaw to have a huge movie career after that <laughs> film, and nothing. God, that would be Just cool. Still. Halftime shows on Fox. Do you remember the one uh, Howie Long starring action film that came out? Firestorm. Fire yeah. Yes. Is it in the commercial? Isn't he throwing a fucking axe or something yes. like through a flame? Like I don't <laughs> yes. even know what that meant. Oh man. Speaking also of which, in Broken Arrow. He's Howie in Broken Long. Arrow. Yep. Oh, that's right. There was a, a period of time where he was like the third dude in the SEAL team or right. the the group of generals or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so they gave him his own. Yeah. Um, speaking of that axe thing, one of my favorite uh, body sprays. Body sprays. <laughs> uh -huh. Man, I'm so happy that you said that. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of my favorite body sprays is axe. Right. Um, yeah, Perfect. it really helps me have a lot of sex <laughs> with women. <laughs> my secret on these online dates: axe. No, there's that. Are you familiar with the Matthew McConaughey movie? It's a Reign of Fire. Oh, -E the dragon movie. Yeah, the dragon movie. Yeah, that was like a huge, they spent like massive flop. Over, yeah, right. And like, he's like steampunk dragon writer. Right. But here's the thing about that movie, and I'm going, do you mind if I spoil some shit about this dragon I don't movie? Think so. About Reign of Fire? Reign of Fire. Well, let us allow us to warn our <laughs> listeners. <laughs> right. Spoiler alert for the I'm film to, Reign of Fire. I'm here to spoil things that, had, that came out a long time ago that no one wants to see. Now, in the trailer for that movie... All the buildup in the trailer is about how they're fighting this dragon. And Matthew McConaughey is – it's all – it's set in the UK. 
uh, a post-apocalyptic England. Christian Bale is trying to save his little town, uh-huh. and uh, then Matthew McConaughey has is an American general or whatever who shows up with a bunch of Americans and tanks and guns and stuff, and he's like, "We're gonna take down this dragon." And in the trailer, the trailer ends with with Matthew McConaughey diving off a cliff with axe in hand at the dragon about to axe oh, him right. in the yeah, head. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the trailer ends, and I was watching that being like, oh, dude, I'm going to see this movie. Axe this fucking dragon. And then skull. in the movie, he jumps off the cliff at the dragon, and the dragon eats him. <laughs> it's serious? so awesome. Yeah. Also, interesting factoid, his, the, the name of his character, Denton. Really? Yeah, coming back to Denton huh. again. Radioactivity, oh, wow. everybody. Also, Listen to that. Oh, that's I thought you were saying <laughs> because of teeth, like no, dragon no. teeth. No, no, Denton. no. Um, also, a film that we failed to talk about, Tiptoes, that never saw the light of fucking day. Right. What's Tiptoes? Gary Oldman plays like a little person. What? Yo, just search Tiptoes. It's a <laughs> oh, it's a man. film that was never released, <laughs> uh-huh. but it's about him and his brother, who's Gary Oldman, who's a little person, and like his whole family, I think. Are a little. It's it, yeah. it's a very bizarre film that with Kate Beckinsale, Peter Dinklage. It has an just a very big cast of people. Where you're like, they did this, right? The script must have like come with cocaine or something because the <laughs> the script. You saw it? Did you see? No, it? it's it's like a viral thing that the trailer exists, okay. and you can see that on YouTube. But I, I'm sure the vid the film's out there somewhere, but I've not seen it. But the whole this is what the story the synopsis is on IMDb and if, if the language is problematic you'll have to excuse me because it was written by Earl Baker so holler at him it says two brothers a dwarf and one of typical size uh, that's just it then it's a period <laughs> okay and two then it goes <laughs> dwarf and one of typical size period you have to read it in the voice of the trailer yeah. movie trailer when Steve's two girlfriend brothers. Carol becomes <laughs> pregnant the pair are fearful that the baby will inherit the dwarfism gene matters are complicated still further when she finds herself falling in love with Rolf the dwarf <laughs> wow and their love is not of typical size. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Typical <laughs> size is such an odd. I know. <laughs> this is what happens in 2002. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, Man, there is a, uh, there is, I don't think this ever came out, but I saw some episodes of a show where, and it's a real show that was shot an entire season, and I saw it because I knew the editor, and I think they maybe released it briefly somewhere once, but the show is... The exact same as the real world, except everyone who lives in the house has Down syndrome. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, yeah. What was that called? And here's the thing. Is it like, I think it didn't air for, because conceptually it seems like the people on the show are being taken advantage of. The people who have Down syndrome, they're showing people with Down syndrome for viewers or clicks or whatever. But then you watch the show and you're like, this is wonderful. Right. Yeah. There was Born a reality this show. Born yeah. This Way is yeah. what it's called? It on okay. Oh, yeah. it was. And okay. it won a bunch of awards, actually, yeah. for being wonderful. Anyways, Matthew McConaughey. I, would be, I wouldn't be surprised if he like is really smart about film, like the, the way that like Robert Redford and Clint Eastwood and uh, Ben Affleck ended up being like good directors because it's like you have to know how to make yourself look cool in movies. Early Clint Eastwood. Early Clint Eastwood, yeah. No, not later, a, later. Not, empty later. chair Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. That was Mostly sort of when that. he crossed the Why, Rubicon. Why, what else did he do? <laughs> uh, I love that movie where he brought the chair out and talked to it. <laughs> yeah. RNC. Honestly, the uh, RNC is my favorite Yeah, movie. I mean, he's a good, a- he's a great actor, so he's already, I, I, unless his process is so organic where he's like, 
I don't know, man. I just right. live, I and then the all of a sudden, it's a yeah, movie, and then like, man. dude, this Professor McConaughey, this doesn't help me. <laughs> right. <laughs> it turns out every movie he's ever been in is a documentary. Right. First. <laughs> yeah. uh, what is something you think is underrated? Uh, I think the Amish. I was thinking about it, and yeah. uh, go, on. go off. No, go I, off, I just Amish king. I think the I think it's underrated, and I think you, we kind of uh, uh, danced danced near it. A second ago, mm-hmm. with, with the loom, you know, <laughs> is it like uh, it's 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 simpler? I I was uh, the no technology thing is, like for instance, I did a show the other night and my phone's like froze up during the show and I needed it for this thing and uh, or you know I'm uh, so much tech I'm on the phone with this like you know when their wagon wheel breaks they never have to be on hold with customer service for an hour trying to figure right. out why the wagon wheel doesn't work. Exactly. They you just know? learn how it's to It's just like, okay, time to fix the fucking wheel. Yeah, yeah. and it's simple enough. You're not like, because so many times you have everything technology like, okay, I did it. I did all the things. Why is it still not working? You right. know, and you start losing your mind. And it's like the wagon wheel, it's broken. Oh, well, that's it's because it's in pieces or it's on fire. Or, right. You know, it needs that, to be reinforced. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, we going Amish? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, right. I think that Turn would be off, a Dan. smart business decision <laughs> for just our start podcast. shouting out the window. Yeah. That's the Amish podcast, just screaming at the top of your lungs. The barn raisings are the thing that's always impressed me about the Amish, that they'll just have like everybody come to a field to build a barn in like a weekend. Yeah. I'm and it'll be done by the end of the weekend. Just everybody builds it. I mean, based on the TV show, was it Breaking Amish or whatever? It's right. always interesting to Amish see those Mafia. people who, oh, that show's absurd uh, and yeah, staged, but hilarious. And fake. Uh, but like the people who are like leaving, it's kind of interesting when you see the people who get the itch so hard to be like, everything is like, like, you know, modern society has been othered so hard that like, I can't help but to go there. Right. But maybe we're like reverse Amishing it. We're like, dude, I'm tired of this modern world. Yeah. I think I can't grow a beard though. When Amish kids (laughs) at 16 do their rumspringer and like come and live in our world, our 16 year olds should have to go live Amish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Reverse rumspringer. Anyone who lives out near Amish country, let us know. know? (laughs) Any Amish people listen. Yeah. Well, you know, I know people people out there in Amish, you know, rest in peace to our boy who is smoking big doinks out in Amish. Smoking big doinks in Amish. So if you're out in Amish smoking big doinks, let us know. What a fucking genius that yeah. guy was. Rest in peace. Man. What guy was that? It's this like Just video this... of this dude smoking a blunt like in a cornfield. And he's like, smoking big doinks in Amish. And he just keeps saying smoking. <laughs> and he's like hitting this blunt. He's like, gang. At the end, it's like over. Also, it's and you assume he's dead now? No, no he, he did, did die, die because I was, oh, no. he became like kind of a internet celebrity meme guy. And then yeah. when he died, people were like, the big doinks in Amish dude died. Yeah. Aww. He had some kind of like lung complex, some kind of respiratory complication. That's very tragic. Sucks Gosh. because that's completely related to. I don't know, man. I don't want to right. speculate because then I have to think about my own blunt smoking, right? You know, and then what am I gonna die from that? I <laughs> mean, no. But <laughs> you don't have a lung situation that your brand is directly undercut. I don't have a lung situation that positive thinking can't heal. <laughs> that's right. That's what we've always that? said. You can also switch to edible blunts, right? You know, Just I eat mean, them. yeah, that's way better than. If your lungs are bad, I roll up. They're like, "Damn, hell yeah!" I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. "Hell yeah, man!" Want to push up another one? <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, it means the world to Miles. He 
He needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend, and I will talk to you Monday. Bye.